Good morning and welcome to News at 6. More than 200 schoolgirls abducted from their school's dormitories by Boko Haram militants last year are not among the nearly 300 girls and women rescued in an army operation yesterday. The Nigerian military says it has rescued 200 girls and 93 women from Boko Haram camps in the northeast of the country. The military said the girls and women were freed during major operations ending in the seizure of four Boko Haram camps in the Sambisa forest. The BBC's Tommy Aladipo. They say they're interviewing these women and girls, trying to find out their identities, trying to find out where their homes are and what the circumstances were when they were taken. Obviously, the global concern is about the schoolgirls from Chibok, but the military has made mistakes in the past about revealing the identity of people. It's freed. It said at a point that it had found these girls when it turned out not to be true, and I think they're being cautious at the moment not to make those same mistakes again. K-Police say they're following up various leads following the slaying of taxi boss Sipo Masetti in Crayfontaine over the past weekend. The 50-year-old Masetti, who was the chairperson of the Cape Algamated Taxi Association, Kata, was gunned down by unknown suspects at his home. His wife, Asake Masetti, says they're in shock. We're feeling very sad, all of us, because we were used to him. He was a very kind man and everything. He was everything to us. So we lost a lot. We lost a lot. EFF leader Julius Malema has promised to provide legal assistance to homeowners struggling to get back their low-cost houses that have been illegally occupied in Port Elizabeth. He has been speaking during stopover at the Wells Estate Township in Motherwell ahead of the party's Workers' Day rally on Friday. The community raised youth unemployment and housing as some of the challenges besetting the area. The ruling ANC is seen as vulnerable in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro after its support there dropped to below 50% in last year's general elections. Malema says they're making inroads in the Nelson Mandela Bay. There is general corruption everywhere in the Eastern Cape. They were building one toilet with one million. That's how they are unashamedly stealing the money of poor people. So we are going to expose that. If you don't do your things proper, somebody to do it. The SADC Extraordinary Summit on Industrialization begins in Harare later this morning. President Jacob Zuma and other regional leaders will discuss ways of industrializing the SADC region by fast-tracking value addition and beneficiation of the, region, of the region's mineral resources in a bid to create jobs and end poverty. The summit will also give guidance to expedite the development of the regional industrial strategy. Speaking to the SABC ahead of the summit, Finance Minister Ntlantla Nene says progress has been made in fast-tracking beneficiation and value addition. There is progress because this is building on the summit that we had in Victoria Falls last year. The ministers of trade and industry were tasked to develop and conclude on the regional indicative strategic development plan. Its adoption is actually going to be finalized in August at the summit. And some progress has been made. Parts of it have been agreed to with the roadmap having been put in place.
Nepal has declared three days of mourning for the victims of Saturday's earthquake, which is now known to have killed more than 5,000 people. The government says it has been overwhelmed by the scale of the catastrophe and is struggling to get aid to remote villages. The BBC's Sanjoy Majumda reports. Rain and thunderstorms are making it difficult for search and rescue teams to reach remote areas in the mountains, which have remained cut off for days following the earthquake. The bad weather is making it worse for hundreds of thousands of people sheltering in temporary relief camps. Nepal's Prime Minister Sushil Koirala has said the country is on a war footing, but has admitted that his administration is overwhelmed by the scale of the destruction. International aid is pouring in, but it's not reaching the people who need it most because of logistical issues and poor management. Flights carrying relief material are finding it hard to land because of congestion at Kathmandu's single airport. Your top story this hour, more than 200 schoolgirls abducted from their school dormitories by Boko Haram militants last year are not among the nearly 300 girls and women rescued in an army operation yesterday. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlitham. I'll be back with the headlines at 6.30. Now it's time for Newsbreak with Matthew Viren and the team.